Welcome to the Decent People Podcast, a production of Decentral Media, where we're committed to telling the stories of the founders, builders, and visionaries who are creating a new decentralized economy and internet experience. You guys know it as Web3 or blockchain, but we're going to bring you the smartest and most interesting people in the space for intimate conversations that reveal their background, how they got into crypto in the first place, and what they're doing today to make a decentralized future a reality. Thanks so much for joining us, and check out our site at Decentral.io. Now, to the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Decent People Podcast with Decentral Media. I'm your host, Stephen Ladden. This week, we're with Adam Levine, known as Adam-tastic. He's a creative director and digital artist. Adam-tastic, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you recently were at uh, the, was it N- N- NFT NYC uh, just earlier this week or was that last week or? That was uh, this, this past week. Yep. And, and was that uh, something just to, out of curiosity, was that something you planned to do? Like had it in your sites? Were you asked? How did it all come about? Uh, for NFT MIC, so this is the second time that I'm going. Um, I went last year, uh, even though last year wasn't a full year ago. I live in New Jersey, so uh, I'm not that far. You know, don't have a very, very good excuse not to make it. Um, but honestly, I, I wouldn't. I can't think of a reason not to go. Um, it is. Uh, it's. It's a great experience to just, as far as a centralized location for everybody from you know crypto art to um you know crypto investing and all the the things that come along with all that it just an, an artist it's just there's so much that converges in one week in one space um that it's just it makes so much sense in my opinion to be there um and like i said living close it it made made even more sense um last year and uh, and this year i also had uh, opportunity to be a speaker um, so it was not last minute that I, <laughs> that I went to this thing, um, very much planned out. Uh, also, uh, I've got, uh, I've got a wife and a, and a kid. So, you know, planning is always a thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, this time around, uh, I was, uh, fortunate that I was, uh, I was on a couple of panels, uh, one for, uh, NFT NYC, like the actual, um, I guess, proper event, right, that, you know, takes place. Uh, and then was another one for an organization called ChangeDAO. Um, and I was on a panel uh, there as well. Um, and both of them uh, were related to the same topic, which I came wanting to talk about this year, which was uh, NFTs and charity. Mm, interesting. And is that sort of, I guess, how did you, uh, is that something close and personal to you? How did that become the thing that you wanted to talk about specifically? I've been in the crypto NFT space since the end of 2020, beginning of 2021 is when I sort of like jumped into all this. Um, and I saw pretty early on an opportunity to raise funds for people, for organizations. Um, there's, you know, it's, it's no secret. There's a ton of money in this space. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, obviously one of my goals was to feed my family. Uh, but another one was what could I do to have an impact more so than I've been able to have in the past? Like mm. I've 
personally, like, you know, I've, I've donated to different charities and, and things over the, over the years, but I've never felt like, a, you know, I'm in a position that was able to financially support people to a degree that I would have liked to. Uh, and NFTs have changed that. Um, there, I've, I've partnered with different organizations uh, like Charity Water and the Red uh, Project Red and some other organizations. And we, through NFTs, just through the art alone that I've been making, um, this year I've raised almost a hundred thousand dollars. And I don't wow. say that, and I don't say that to to brag. I say that because I'm just an individual, right? So if you can build a community and you can build trust, then you can also do good. Um, because those are the things that are required in, in order to have any kind of like reach with impact. So yeah, when I got into the space, I, I, I was very aware of um, wanting to have clear intentions on what I wanted to get out of it. It's been fun to, to do this because as with anything in life, you know, one opportunity opens up a door for another, you know, and at the very least, you know, the more you talk about this stuff, the more people get those ideas and, you know, can do this stuff on their own. Because it's not, it's not hard, you know, once you're in the ecosystem, right? And I don't judge anyone who doesn't do what I'm doing uh, differently. I just look at it like, if you're able to, it's a really easy thing to do, especially in, in with the blockchain, right? Because with crypto, you can, you know, send money instantly to an organization if they accept it and there's zero red tape and it goes you know and you can see transparently where it's going what wallet it's going to and as long as you have trust with the people on the other side um then the impact can be really uh really quick i i worked earlier this year um when the russia you know ukraine um war started uh there were a handful of us artists uh, who been in the space for over a year. Uh, we just, you know, started talking on Twitter. Um, Andrew Wang was, you know, at the top of it saying like, you know, what can we do? And within 24 hours, um, we had collected a whole bunch of different artists. It was like 50 artists, 57 artists. We all pre either created new pieces or donated new pieces. Like I reached out to my friend, uh, Ravi Vora. And I said, you know, I want to be a part of this. Like I just saw it happening, and uh, and he said, yeah. if you, if you can, if you can give us a piece in like thirty minutes, you're in. And I was like, dropped everything, and I made a piece. Wow. Right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and this is the speed, though. Like, and they were, you know, other people were working on it for like you know, the night, but that's all it was. Is like the back end, the code, all of it, the smart contract. Everybody lent their time and talent for this, and then we, you know, we deployed, and in, I think it was thirty seconds, we raised a million dollars and wow yeah and it really That's showed you insane. like it was amazing it was such an amazing moment the way it worked because um like i said there was it was a whole bunch of top artists in the space um and the reason it worked is because we all we all put our reputations on the line right like if you know if, if this wasn't going to work that was going to look bad for a lot of people we're going to fail sure. you know sure so you know that that so we had all been spending time building community and building trust. So it was sort of like a perfect storm moment that we saw an opportunity. We took it. We didn't know it was going to sell that fast, you know, like that, that's, sure. that was a dream, right? That was, 
you know, we were, we were all trying to get one and we couldn't get one. Like we had to go on secondary. So, and that's fine. So, but it went, it went really well. And every artist was given the opportunity to uh, take all their royalties and put it right back into the contract. Or some of the artists were from the afflicted area. Right. And so like they needed funds. So like some artists actually were able to take funds, which was great. Um, But the majority of us just put it right back into a shared wallet um, even the royalties, um, anything that we made on royalties went right back into the, to the wallet. Um, and we didn't immediately donate it. We waited a little bit because we were vetting, like we had people on the ground there. We had, you know, contacts. We were trying to make sure it was going to go to the right places. Um, and it was all for humanitarian aid. And so after, after a little bit of time, we made it, we made a donation or, or a handful because we, we saw different organizations that we could give it to. Um, but you know, again, and every time we did, it was very transparent. This is who's getting what. This is the wallet. This is where you can go to look for it. You know, all all the, the benefits of Web3. So it was a really awesome use case. Um, and that's what we kind of hoped it would be for other people to, to look at as what's possible when you don't have to, you know, go through red tape. What, what's really fascinating, I guess, maybe just to back up, how, how did you get into the space initially? Like, was, was art always something that you wanted to pursue was that the passion from the get-go being a kid or no art has always been um a passion of mine so uh from you know from childhood on uh, i've wanted to pursue art in some way or another um and uh, i wound up going to school for animation um and and wanting to to pursue it that way uh and when when I got, uh, you know, a little older and, and through a lot of the courses and, and all that, it was really, at the end, I found storytelling was was more my thing, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, and I deeply loved animation, but I also, you know, and I was, I've always been illustrating and painting. I've been in some gallery shows over the years and like just more traditional side of, of art, but I've also been doing digital art when people are saying like, oh, digital art is a thing. And I'm like, yeah, digital art's been a thing for a very long time, you know, just because it's attached to NFTs, like it's not nothing new. Um, but I do, I, I do remember going into galleries and being told, you know, it has to be physical, like you can't, you can't just make this digitally. So, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to finally see that, you know, taking shape and getting respect um, as art, because that's what it is. Art is art. Um, in whatever medium you, you make it in, but no, I've, I've been doing this my whole life. Uh, but professionally, um, I was, uh, for the last 15 or so years, I was creative director, um, for more of a, like commercial work, uh, as far as getting into this stuff. Um, that was, that was the end of 2020, uh, when I saw my friend, uh, Brian Brinkman was, uh, was making some art. And it looked cool and he had some posts up on Instagram and he had some like words attached to it that I didn't understand with fungible and this and that. there was all these confusing words and crypto stuff. And I was not into any crypto. I, I, I'm aware of it. I knew about Bitcoin, but I, I didn't know anything else. And, and I said, I said to him, what is this? You know, I, I like what you're doing. It looks cool. And I'm super confused. Can you tell me? And he was super generous with his time. Um, we spent many many late nights uh, i was feverishly taking notes like i have tons of pages of goofy notes about you know <laughs> i mean this is before a lot of the platforms you know like were even a thing you know so yeah. um 
Yeah, I mean, you know, he helped me uh, immensely, like figuring out what a wallet is, how to get a wallet, what, how to set up, you know, what a seed phrase, all this stuff. And I had never been so intrigued and excited by something so early that I felt I, I just dove right in. Um, and this is before the people sale. And this is before, you know, really before it like blew up. Um, I just looked at it like, this is, this is really cool. And this is going to be a thing. Um, uh, and, you know, he, he had that same thought, but like, not that this is going to be a thing, but this is really cool. He had that thought like way, like early on in 2020, which that would sure. have been even, even more cool. Um, but no, I, I, I was very appreciative of that. And honestly, as a result of that, um, I last year especially, but I still now, I, I try to onboard people as much as I can um, because I just think that it makes sense. I think it's worth it if you're interested. Um, I've had hundreds of calls now with artists or people who are not in art at all who are just curious about NFTs. Like I'm, I, I was especially last year constantly on the phone you know, onboarding people or at least giving them like an introduction. Um, not everybody did everything, anything with it, but like a few of them who did went on to, to do really well. And I'm really proud of them. So yeah, uh, it's, it's a really cool space. Um, but that was how I got in. I was, I had nothing to do with any of that stuff. And I was like the ability to make art and make a living maybe from it. Like that sounds like a dream. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's super cool. And, and, was there a, a point at which you realized that the ability to make art and make a living at it for you kind of manifested and, and transformed that desire perhaps into, or gave you the real world feedback, reassurance, motivation that, hey, this is actually something tangible, not just something that I hope can happen? Um, last summer, um, last summer, I was, I was working full time and uh and doing nfts uh in every waking minute that, you know and making art that i any any moment that i wasn't doing other stuff um for most of from the first half of last year i was doing you know full-time job then uh you know nine to five five to nine was family and nine to two a.m was art and nfts and um mid-year, you know, in, in June or, or July, I guess, of last year, uh, I was laid off. Um, they could not keep me any longer. It was, you know, they kept me through the pandemic or through the height of it. And then they tried to keep me longer and they, they couldn't. Um, but at the same time, you know, my goal was to try to do this full time by the end of the year. They just accelerated the timeline. And uh, I had already been working on a big collection and thankfully, things went really well. Um, and, uh, you know, I went full-time NFTs and just kind of just went for it. Um, thankfully, people liked what I was doing, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but it's 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 a it's a, a constant grind. You know, it doesn't really change. It's not, you know, I'm, uh, I know very few people who are in this who are just on easy street. You know, like there's there's some that are doing really well and, and, you know, I'm really happy for them. Uh, but you know, it's, it's still, you know, you, you still want to work 
really hard at it. You still want to, you know, make sure what you're doing is, you know, your best work, or at least you're trying hard to connect with people and, you know, have conversations like this. Um, but I, honestly, like this is this is part of what I've enjoyed most about this whole space is I get to make art and I get to connect with so many people that I never would have imagined. Like NFTs have just opened so many doors for for me and for so many people. Sure. And and both in a collaborative sense and also I think because of those doors that are being opened, it, it kind of shows you the space too of what crypt, the power of crypto and decentralization and all of those things. To your point, if this is just a microcosm of what that power could be, then it's a very different future that we're looking at for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It, and, it, it, it does look like that's a, you know, look, I, I, I know overall the market is down right now. But if you look outside of the crypto world, everything is down. <laughs> the world is kind of down right now. So I think it's, you know, it's obviously it's all related. Um, so that's why I don't look at that and get too nervous because we're all, it's all connected. Absolutely. In, in terms of that connectivity, is there another level at which digital art will continue to evolve? Is there with your own art? Do you have a path or, or something that you have in the works to, to continue on a particular trajectory? Like what, what can we, I guess, expect to see, or what do you think we can expect to see both in the future of art in general and for your art specifically? You know, look, art, art as a thing, art's not going away because art is expression. It's just, that's, that's a fundamental human reaction to the environment around you. And that's not going to change. Obviously we, we have new tools that are coming out like AI um, there's some amazing programs that are, you know, out there that are now going to challenge what art is and how art is made. Um, but I also don't think that that's a bad thing. I think um, that there's, I think that we're going to start to see more acceptance eventually in the art world for digital art and the crossover between the two. I mean, maybe what I'd just like to hope is that that's going to happen because we have we have a, a, an opportunity right now as a community of digital artists to to say to the world that, you know, and this is why I hesitate to just call myself an NFT artist, right, is because it's it's just, it's art. We're all artists. And the more we talk about it, the more that makes sense to me that, all of these are just different mediums, you know? I mean, look at what photography went through when it first came out, that anyone can do it. Anyone can be a photographer. But, you know, there's 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 a, a line there. Like, we've now seen that, you know, yes, any, just because anyone can do it doesn't necessarily mean it's art, but also art is subjective because, you know, art is everything and nothing at the same time. It's right. what what you know, what emotion do you feel when you look at it? You know, do you have, is there an emotional response? Um, I'm not going to be, you know, defining art because it, it, it really can't and shouldn't be done. Um, but I do think that the future of all of this is, is bright. I'm optimistic about it. Um, I think that in time we'll get over the hump of NFTs. It'll just be, the way you pay for digital art, right? It'll just be the mechanism um, 
because NFTs also like NFTs as a as a thing in the mainstream, it's 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 not it doesn't have like a good reputation, which is unfortunate. But because we are early, and I know you know every time someone says that it's a little cringy, but it's true. I mean, you know, we weren't talking about like you know the internet uh, would dial up and talking about it like it was a thing. It's just the internet, you know. So I think NFTs, it's just the technology. We all know that. So I'm optimistic that as a way of storing value and and staking ownership over something, I think that I think it's it's going to only progress from here. And in in terms of your art specifically, what what plans you know what can we expect from Adam Tastic uh, as the years and months continue and and your uh, ideas and portfolio continues to grow and evolve what what's what's on the horizon there i'm curating a show uh coming up in july uh for the first dibs platform i'm excited about that uh so i i, I mean i look forward to it but i also look forward to curating other shows uh in the future uh, there's a project i've been working on for about five months i can't talk too much about it uh but that's a thing <laughs> you know sure. like I, there's 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 any number of like there's like four things that ones that i'm kind of working on um you know, some of them are collaborative and some of them are just like, you know, uh, just more one of ones. Uh, but I also, you know, I, I, I see an opportunity to try to bring more art to, to more people. Um, and so that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, but I also see a lot of value in uh, lifting others up. So I'm going to continue to preach that. It's very simple, easy thing to do. If you see something you like, retweet it. It's the most powerful tool, I think, maybe ever, <laughs> um, the, the retweet. Uh, but, um, but just in general, a big takeaway from the last almost you know year and a half now is that when one person is winning, it doesn't mean that someone's losing as a result. Like there's enough totally. of everything in any way for everybody. So if you have any kind of platform, use it for good, help bring people up whenever possible. Um, and so as far as me and my art, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I pour myself into everything that I do and I try really hard to, um, you know, bring out emotions and, and more often than not, I try, you know, to spread positivity. Uh, but that's, that's what I'm going to keep doing. Love it. Love it. And in, in terms of that positivity and, and spreading positivity and inspiring people through your art, is that, does that come from a place internally where we're like, Hey, this is, this is the message that I need to share. And then it's channeled through your, your pieces, or is there another, is that just a companion to perhaps other motivations that really influence you early on. It's just something that I've wanted to always do. Um, and, uh, I've done in the past, but sort of like finding a way to do it at scale, um, has been fun. Uh, you know, I currently, I don't have, you know, millions of followers, but the only reason that I think it would be fun to have that is because I could t use that platform for good. Like I could, say hey look at this person i think their stuff's amazing and then like a bunch of people could actually look at that person you know and, and try to help out so um no i mean the the positivity i don't think that there's enough 
in the world, let alone in the space that we're in. Um, I think that there's some of it. Uh, I think, you know, I've been very fortunate to have made friends in the space that are positive, that are good people that I've had the, the pleasure of knowing now for a while. Uh, but I also just think that if you want to see something done differently, then you got to do it. Would you say then that the idea of preaching positivity, putting that into the art somehow, all of that in this in this space isn't is unfortunately not the norm, but it could be the norm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it'll ever become the norm. It's a space that whenever there's a lot of money, there's greed, there's selfishness, and I'm not blind to that. I'm not, you know, ignorant to that. Uh, but I think that there's also good people here, and I, I don't. I think it's worth trying. I, I, I hesitate to say that the whole space is, is not like it um, <laughs> because there's good people. I've, I've met those people. Um, but I think what's the, what's the harm in trying to make it a better place instead of letting it just be status quo, whatever it is, it is like when it can be better, you know, right now it's not as inclusive as it says it is. Like we've all kind of figured that, but seeing that is, is a different thing. Looking back on 2021, there were there were reports that came out that talked about how many women sold NFTs versus men, and it was an abysmal amount. I mean, it was it was single digit percentages, like wow. it was disgusting. Um, but it's also very, you know, the the women aren't surprised, right? Like the women are like, right. yeah, no no kidding, this is what we felt. You know, I I didn't think it was as bad as that. But, you know, having conversations like that or this are helpful because then we can say, okay, yeah, you know, people said they wanted to spotlight women, do it, you know, because that's the only way that changes is support them, spotlight them, buy their art, help them wherever you can. And that, that also goes for everybody else. There's, there's, there's it's a lot of dudes that look like me in this space, right? And there's also... a. a a lot of dudes that look like me that don't really think anything else, right? Like they're just here operating maybe to make a bag, maybe, maybe not, maybe whatever. But like the more people who are in the space, who have an awareness that the space is, 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 is biased because, because humans, right? Like we came into the space, it should be more decentralized. It's becoming less decentralized. We came in with, you know, there, there were a lot of, ideals and promises and that and and it sounded really good and potentially utopian but the reality very quickly was that it's all based on just current societal you know actions and so in order for anything to actually change we have to push for that with the unknowns of crypto web3 uh future of digital art is because the landscape is so fertile does that serve as both a, an advantage and a disadvantage to this idea of, of upholding a decentralized system yeah of course it does right i mean it it it's both an ability to make it what you want but also we we still have the confines of of what society is but but it's it's we have the ability because it is new ground 
I think we have the ability to change that. I, I think that it's going to take a lot of work and difficult conversations. And frankly speaking, a lot of listening and not talking, you know, like you look like me, you should probably start listening instead. So, and I, I, I urge people also to get out of their comfort zones, go into spaces and rooms that you shouldn't talk and then don't talk and then just listen because you're going to learn a lot of stuff. Um, uh, you know, that's, that's something that uh, I've, I've done for a, a long time now. And every time I do, I learn new shit. I think all too often, you know, people come in with a preconceived notion and don't take the time to listen to the people around them, especially when those people are, 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 are different from you and, and being vocal, like take a minute. The gold rush part, honestly, I think it's kind of over. I think the gold rush happened. And now what we're left with is interesting because I think it, it was very hard to build that desired, you know, more positive, inclusive, decentralized place during that gold rush. I think most of those people are not the people who want to build like that. So right. now that that's kind of over, I look around and see who's left. And I thankfully see a lot of the same faces that I saw when I came in. And then I don't see the people who came in right after. And, and I get it. But now we have an opportunity to continue to protect the space and make it what we want it to be because we do have an opportunity to do that. You know, it's not, it's not for everybody. You know, most, you know, a lot of people aren't going to do it, but, but because, I mean, this might be the better time to do that because all the eyes are not on us anymore. And mm. now it's on us to take a step back, look around and, and take stock of what, what we've gotten, what we out collectively want to see happen because I don't think the space is going away. I, I think that this is the kind of thing that we had our big pop. We knew it was a bubble. We knew the gold rush. We knew it was going to go away, but the space isn't going away. I went to NFT NYC and I know some of that is, you know, carry over money from the good times, but also a lot of the NFT craze started with artists and then it went into this other crazy stuff and now, you know, when the dust is settling, a lot of the artists are still here. And so, and there's also a lot of amazing collectors who also looked at this like we came here for the art and not, you know, for the BS. And so, you know, um, it's, it's been said a lot of times, but I can kind of, I can see it when, when things are down is when it's time to build and, you know, recalibrate because... I don't think that this is going away. And I think that's because there's too many people here who are emotionally invested in wanting this to survive and, and to thrive. So I think that, I think it'll be okay. Hopefully the uh, positivity will prevail. You know, I, I, I think the best way for someone to kind of approach just any social media or, or online, like I hesitate to say social media, but like social, um, you know, gathering like it, it, or movement is, is to realize that 
the sooner you understand that the that the follower count, the numbers, all of those are people. Aside from obviously bots and bullshit, but most of it, <laughs> yeah. most of it is real people. And once you know that, once you really know that and understand that, and not worry about a number, like we've been told to worry about numbers and follower counts and and the bullshit. Those are people, right? And so if you care less about a number and more about that they're people, you'll understand that you can connect better and deeper with those people, right? Because then it doesn't matter. You have 10,000 followers. If only 10 of them care, I'd rather have the 10 followers who give a shit connect on a deeper level, understand that that's who's on the other side of the screen. Well, Adam, this has been a phenomenal chat. Really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, really really good stuff and and love the uplifting <clears throat> positive message that, that you're trying to spread and mm-hmm. and or that you do spread and uh the the positive outlook that 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 provides to just the industry and the world at large so thank you again for coming aboard uh this has been another episode of the decent people podcast i'm your host Stephen Ladden, adam tastic adam Levine. thank you so much Thank you so much, Stephen. It was great. That's it for this episode of Decent People. Thanks so much for listening. Check the show notes for more information on our guests today. And make sure to look us up on the web at decential.io. That's D-E-C-E-N-T-I-A-L.io. And on Twitter, at Decential. Have a great day.